Hey, what is up, y'all? <laughs> Welcome to the shiny, happy cult stream. I am here with two of my favorite ex-cult members, Lindsay Williams and Chad Harris. Y'all, how are you doing tonight? We uh, are, uh, we're already having a good time. I mean, we're all yeah. having a great time. Oh, uh, yeah. Lindsay says... <laughs> Lizzie says something hilarious right before we went on stream, so I'm still dying over here. Listen, I had to hold it together so I could at least get through the intro before we just completely fell apart. Um, you guys are bullies. You're bullies. Listen, this is a live stream Q&A. If y'all have questions, please send them in the comments. I've actually got some questions that we're going to be going through uh, from comments on some of the previous episodes, so that'll be super fun. Uh, listen, super chats are very much welcomed and encouraged but not required but if you would like your question automatically answered send it with a super chat we'll show it on the screen here and uh and we'll address it uh how are y'all tonight chad you first <laughs> i am fantastic actually i am um i'm sporting a scientific shirt with a scientific background because oh. my room's a mess and i don't even care and my life is hopeless and beyond repair i just triggered both of y'all anyway i'm doing great uh and yeah lo looking forward to the rest of the evening if it's going to be anything like that sounds like you need to get back under your umbrella of authority chad and life mm -hmm. will be so much better for you yeah. <laughs> All I caught was that there was a cat on your shirt, so we're still friends. Oh, it's oh, uh, Schrodinger's yeah. cat. One dead and alive. Oh. Oh, oh the Schrodinger's oh. box. Yes. Schrodinger's experiment. Wonderful if it's an thought IBLP experiment. cat in a box, it's dead. <laughs> Fair enough. That's probably accurate. And it's probably dinner. <laughs> you got a lot of kids. You got to make do, you know? I don't know. That could Helping be pussies into pies. Chad. Careful with that one. Careful with the <laughs> dinner cats. Uh, Lindsay, how are you? <laughs> well, I'm still Sweetie waiting for the God. Umbrella Goat Award, but here I am. The Umbrella um, Goat Award. Actually, yeah. uh, at this point, we're giving out the Silver Foot Award. Oh, God. That is the new coveted <laughs> award. Wait, not Golden Foot? <laughs> <laughs> not, no, not a gold. We couldn't afford one. Uh, it's going to have to be a Silver Foot. And it's it's really just <laughs> silver Beautiful. coated. It's actually, it's actually just tin. Ten. That's what it is. It's just dipped in tin. <laughs> it's wooden. Boiled again. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> oh, I'm doing well. Uh, life's been a little busy. I've been working and also working on my house. So, you know, I do construction and then I do beauty makeup. So it's been a really wild ride the last couple of weeks. Those are two very different industries. Beauty makeup <laughs> and construction. Give me Some the cement pores. Mutually Bring exclusive. It on. Okay. I love it. That's really, really cool. She's uh, actually working for the mob now. No, that's, <laughs> that's where that all the bodies all, are. Knowing Lindsay's life, that honestly wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> that her next step is working for La Cosa Nostra. <laughs> wouldn't surprise me. That's probably why she showed up in that Maserati, Chad. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't, yeah, I tried to play it. Well, that's why she was driving it. Huge mob boss vibes. <laughs> <laughs> it really oh, is. is. Is Lindsay a wild driver? Is is this a, Is this breaking news? Let me just put it this way. Uh, she used every bit of that Maserati, but it was Chicago, so it's okay. Uh, meanwhile, I'm just sitting over there, and I believe my exact words were... No, okay. it is not. <laughs> I am actually a really good driver, you little a-hole. You, you were good. You were really good. I'm gonna I just know how to use... One. I'm going to trust Chad's judgment. I know how to use horsepower. That's all I have to say. That's true. You're welcome. She's got a lot of pent-up anger that she's got to do something with, and we might as well mash it into the accelerator, right? Um, welcome, like also, of course, to the live chat. 
Thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, for those of y'all that are asking, Bryce, Bryce is not here as of yet, but he should be joining us later on. He's currently enjoying a gourmet meal. I don't know where he is, uh, <laughs> but he sent me photos of his dinner, which looked delicious. I had Jimmy John's. Uh, we are not sponsored by Jimmy John's, by the way, but would love a sponsorship deal uh, from Freaky Fast. That's what I had. Um, and so I'm a little bit jealous. I don't know, Lindsay, if if you have any thoughts on tapas, but that's what Bryce is eating currently. I mean, I tapas all the time, but that's by my pool. So okay. um, but right. I also will <laughs> I also will like eat tapas. Um, okay. and it's, it's pretty delicious. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was really cute. I was gonna make yeah, a I was gonna make a joke about a human sushi board or something like that, but <laughs> I just want to move on to Chad and see. <laughs> you wouldn't want that. Not in California. It's too hot and sweaty and gross. Yeah, it's definitely enough. wouldn't want that on Chad either. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, in Alabama, that would be like a family dinner, right? Oh. <laughs> family reunion. <laughs> Love it. Oh, That's where I met my first girlfriend. I tell you that right now. <laughs> the family reunion <laughs> amazing um I hey i wanted to uh i also wanted to welcome our newest member laura estrada i believe it is right. thank you so much Hello. for becoming a member of the friends with davy channel um love it so much and actually there was a question from laura estrada that Lindsay, i thought potentially you could address okay um she had sent i don't know when she sent this question but i missed it somehow the question was, do you think uh, Bill Gothard is still a virgin? Wow, that requires thoughts? some speculation of which I'm not sure I want to go down those <laughs> roads. Um, what we know, uh, we know in the public statement he made that he still claims to have never kissed, quote, a girl. He's that specific, is he? <laughs> I think yes. I there is a part of my i don't know if it's still the cult mind i know chad probably thinks differently than i do but there's a part of my cult mind that still kind of thinks that he hasn't that what is the question that he's actually a virgin yeah yeah i think he still is yes really but yeah i don't think he's i don't think he would know what to do if he found himself in a room with a female I'm going to present that's willing. Okay. But Absolutely. I don't, right. I don't even think I just, he would not know what to do. This man has never had an education of how the organs work. So I think, talk. I think it's what yeah, you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's very much a no, but um, I think he definitely understands how self-pleasure works. One thousand percent i agree oh absolutely i mean you kind of find that out zillion thousand on percent. accident if you don't actually get instruction <laughs> on it Dad, right. as another male i think you can probably attest to this that self-pleasure just sort of happens at some point when yeah. you least suspect it i personally thought i was uh i thought when it happened the first time that i was accidentally urinating in my own pants <laughs> no, i thought when it happened the first I'm time sorry to laugh <laughs> <laughs> I have not had your experience. Of course. And I thought when it happened the first time for me, you know, the lady was really rude saying, sir, this is a Wendy's. But, um, <laughs> sir, this is a I Wendy's mean... drive through. <laughs> oh my God, I can't. Um, so my other, my other thing is like, I also believe survivors. So if there's a survivor that says that they were, mm. you know, this something happened with them, I believe that. So it's not that I'm taking away from any, anything that a survivor would say, but there's also no. a lot of different uh, forms of definitions for uh, being great. So I 
I, who's to say, but there is a bit of me that just says he wouldn't know what to do if it was even presented to him, like, you know, on a sushi platter. Well, that was, that was a <laughs> great yeah. callback. Thank you, Lindsay. Yeah. Um, that was actually one of the questions that I wanted to ask you, just like your experience talking with some of the other survivors from the Shiny Happy People cult, Lindsay, because he mm -hmm. claimed in that public statement um, after a lot of uh, the accusations came out that he had never, never kissed a girl, uh, which is the direct quote from his letter. Uh, do you do you know whether that is true or not based on uh, what you have heard from from other survivors? I know that there are allegations of things. So I okay. again, it's it's I stand with them, but I also kind of feel like they're I, I it's hard for me to wrap my mind around. And yeah. I think it's just because there's a part of it that it wasn't my experience, but also I really do believe them and I can't and and in that like juxtaposition i guess or that conflict of the two mm -hmm. i still can't like put my like my brain at it but i think yeah. the long like the more like chad because chad knows this about me like the longer we've been going through shiny happy people and then all the interviews that we've done afterwards and just the information that's come out since to me of like other survivors and other people that i was at headquarters with mm -hmm. i've just been like i feel like i'm constantly getting like bowled over with information and i'm like why can my brain not like quite like figure this mm. um but i would put nothing past him i just feel like first of all if he were to try anything like that i think that the most disgusting thing that could ever come at a female like literally approach yeah. a female like like here let me kiss you like well i can't even stand looking at his photo so i can't oh. imagine i can't yeah yeah you know surprise but i can't imagine that like, yeah, I don't that, think that, like, how, I just think, that, I know that for myself personally, if he ever had attempted anything further than the prayer, you know, body pressing thing, right? I probably would have just absolutely need him in the groin. I think I, or slapped him or something like my physical response of someone like really trying to invade my autonomy, it would have been over. Yeah, yeah there, there would have been, been a, a fight response in, in a situation absolutely. like that. Absolutely. I would yeah, have was... clawed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, knowing you know, knowing you as limited on, on as a limited a basis as i know you i i absolutely feel like that would have been a flight uh, or excuse me a fight response for sure i guess i would have um, my bible <laughs> <laughs> she would have rented a maserati specifically to mow him down okay so there's that. run it right through the carport right yeah. into his office a maserati with a mower attachment on the front that would have been that, that's that's pretty cool. That's my Stephen nightmare. King wrote an entire novel about that. I'm pretty sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what the raging Lindsay <laughs> or the the car? <laughs> I mean, we could definitely turn that into some sort of horror story. I, well, I mean, Bryce, Chad, and I already decided that we're starting a cult, and Lindsay is going to be the leader. That's already been finalized. We're <laughs> okay in the works. That. Filing our 501c3 paperwork. Uh, so Beautiful. just be ready for that, Lindsay. <laughs> Gosh, can I just have like a whole cult of dudes? Like it's just dudes, you know, and, harem, and all of the like, no, not with dudes. Is it with dudes? Yeah, it's still the same thing. I thought it was more yeah. like with females. Equality, come on. It's a harem. Very Harems. nice. And see, that is why Chad is our resident <laughs> Silverfoot recipient. The harem, that is so good. <gasps> Harems, the harem cult. <laughs> oh, God, that is, a, that, is, that is quick, Chad. I like that. That's those. so good. Yeah, cool. I will. I will lead you. To the to the path of righteousness. Um, and yes, the, to the promised land. That's no fun. I don't know what the promised land is going to look like for you guys, but it's going to be totally awesome for me. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of grapes, a lot of fanning. yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, but like actual grapes, not not the decoded grape. Oh no! Oh, good lord! No, yes, no. Actual. The I was actual like, what grape? No. <laughs> You're like the fruit, the grape. No, my mind oh. was totally innocent and pure on that one. God. You gotta, you gotta ring me in. Look, I haven't been traumatized quite as much as you have, Lindsay, so, and that okay. shows. It really does show for me. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to <laughs> welcome to my trauma. <laughs> you invited hey, me um, here. That's of the tagline for the cult. Welcome to my trauma. <laughs> that actually would be a great podcast. Um, Chad Gothard, we had talked about this. We were going to address it in the last episode that we did with you, but we just had so much other stuff to talk about. But he's currently suing iblp there is an ongoing <laughs> lawsuit right now correct where he's trying to regain control of the shiny happy people cult right and i think yeah, you probably he posted, know more about that than i do yeah he posted on his uh, facebook page uh, not too long ago i think it was back in february saying plans are already in place to uh reinstate bill gothard i'm pretty sure his lackey alfred uh posted something about like plans are in place to reinstate him and iblp it's just a matter of weeks now well that was february and he still ain't in but according to recent uh court documents that uh, i found through friends and uh, and such who have um actually physically gone to the courthouse and gotten them so thanks y'all um yeah it turns out that he is suing to Take back a, well, he's first of all claiming that he only resigned for a little while just so that he could sort out the little business with everyone who accused him of uh, what he what he actually did assault. Thank you, yeah. <clears throat> you know, try not to get demonetized or whatever. But um, he, um, but yeah, he he's claiming that he only ever intended for it to be temporary, and which is totally not what his resignation letter no, says. Not even and also, <laughs> yeah. And also he, uh, he claims that, well, all that property that IBLP has been selling off and making money off of, because they sold off a buttload of property. They're trying to sell mm -hmm. off the Michigan, um, property. They're trying to sell off their national property. They've already sold off the Oklahoma property. He's claiming that all that was given to the ministry to further his teachings. And therefore, the understanding was that it would benefit him and his mm -hmm. teachings. And if IBLP didn't have him, they didn't have reason to sell the property. All this, of course, is, you know, complete flat doodle and will probably fail in court. But he's been able to keep this lawsuit alive for about three years now. So, you know, who knows? unreal dude so basically he's claiming that he was wrongfully terminated it, it, that that's essentially the gist of it right yeah he's claiming all of his stuff was stolen and you know it's all, it's all rightfully his and he claims that he also created something called the iblp association which is different <laughs> than the actual iblp what and so <laughs> iblp was like negligent in their promise to help the iblp association and even IBLP and their response is just like, the hell are you talking about? Like, huh? <laughs> that make that make sense. So bizarre. Yeah. So he wow. is delusional. <laughs> Bottom he line, is. he is delusional. Yes. It's unreal. And he it shows his ignorance on so many levels mm -hmm. that he thought, oh, if I just have like a verbal commitment when I leave, I can come back. Like you are completely devoid of, of connecting with how this doesn't hold on a second oh that's my husband i'm sorry <laughs> I, do you think they I'm were coming so, after you i'm so sorry 
<laughs> and they're here tonight, oh, folks. They found me. And I'm going to prison. <laughs> no, I I can't even go into the story. We've we thought we had intruders about a month and a half ago with flashlights in our backyard, and I literally called the police, and they they put out a helicopter actually to come to our house. Yeah, I was fucking petrified. And um, so just now, all I saw was this like little flashlight in the backyard, and I'm like, because my husband's gone. He's not at home right now. He went to Lowe's. <laughs> Well, he's so back. Like, he's oh back, God, in the flashlight in the backyard. There's a, there's a flashlight in the backyard. <laughs> okay. Call the helicopter. Get the helicopter back <laughs> yeah, over here. Quick. Fine. Yeah, I'm like, sorry, guys, I got to go 911. Hello. <laughs> Your old friend here, Cold Chronicles lady. How crazy um, would that be if we sorry. live streamed a, a break in <laughs> in my house in intr- California? An intruder at we Lindsay's ha- well, house. There was a house that got broken into across the street from me uh, this last Friday. So I, I have every right right now to kind of be on edge. Absolutely. <laughs> it is spooky season after all. Well, anyway, um, I don't even I, don't, I have no idea what I was even saying because that that literally totally threw you off all of the brain cells out of me. Well, I think the point was how <laughs> disconnected and tone deaf Gothard is oh, yeah. Yeah. In, in in this new series of lawsuits that he's bringing against IBLP. I, I mean, the resignation was so clear. Uh, yeah. that he was stepping down um and and the fact that he's trying to claim that oh well it was it was just temporary is yeah so he's, div- he, he's so used to his own authority he's used yeah. to never having anything buck against what he wants right. so he's acting like a bratty child right now but he's 88 years old I was telling Chad, what does this guy think he's going to do if he, let's say, in a utopian Bill Gothard world, he gets it back? What happens next? That, that's one of the things that I've wanted. Oh, so nothing. Great, great little segue here, Lindsay, because here's a picture of God. <laughs> Sorry, I know. I told you I was going to warn you. You but I just should like have the given me the better. wink. <laughs> I'm on like edge even more so right now, Davey. I thought a man was breaking into my house. I got to stare at this leather shoe. Oh, All God, your best reactions, out. though, are in response to Bill Gothard. So the, on the on the left, of course, is Bill Gothard. I don't I don't know, probably in the around 90s, the time that he 2000s. was having fun with me. Is, is this about, about that time, you think? Yeah, he might have been a little fresher, but you know, yeah, a little fresher. Yeah. And then on the, the right is what he looked like not even not even six months ago. That part is falling off his head. It, it shows is holy up here. It used to be up here. And now it's like just above his it's it's like almost where a Ray-Ban would sit if it was on his forehead. Well, also <laughs> also you can see very clearly. Uh, that he is not dyeing his hair, his hair nearly as often as he used to. But he does. Well, with the price of, with the price of crude oil being what it is these days, I mean, you <laughs> oh, just can't really that, keep that yeah. up, you know. Yeah, that's a that's a really fair point. Thank you for pointing that out, Chad. <laughs> his golden bathroom, and yes, he had a golden bathroom um, right off of his office, was splattered with hair dye. All over really? the wallpaper, stains around the sink. Oh yeah, I re- I remember going in there one time when he wasn't in the office because I was like, I got a bathroom so bad, and that's the only bathroom I know of is close. Um, and I ran in there and I was like, Yep, never again am I coming in here. But I went to just like I'm one of those that like I'll take a paper towel and then I'll just like wipe everything off the counter because OCD, I guess. And I was like, What? Why? What are all these <laughs> dots that won't? Come? up and then it dawned on me i'm like shit he colors his hair in here yeah 
Mr. Uh, I don't, I mean, we knew he was dying his hair, but Lord, you're he unchangeables, does it right, right? Hair. Mr. Yeah. Unchangeable. Mr. Changing uh, the Changeables. Definitely Miss, coloring his hair. Mr. <laughs> respect the hoary head. Cause, oh, oh yeah, that was always a hilarious one to me. That, that hoary, yeah. hoary old head. Oh. <laughs> you're so In so many ways. <laughs> By the way, Lindsay, when you're washing your hands, like, did you very briefly like see him lighting a cigar on the other side of the mirror? Like, you know, the continental <laughs> from, from Saturday Night Live. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. That would no. be so gross, dude. Oh, could you uh, I could see him as a Muppet. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was a that. Muppet. I was going yeah. a completely different direction with okay, that. Well, I have long suspected that they had uh hidden cameras in some of the prayer room uh i don't know about the bathrooms necessarily but just in the prayer room i feel like they did have hidden cameras at training centers yeah. wouldn't surprise mm -hmm. me at yeah. all not in the slightest would it surprise me the headquarters i just got goosebumps on my head because i was like oh no please tell me no um i don't i don't think they had them at headquarters but i no. could totally see them at, at, at the training centers yeah, yeah. the The compound in Indianapolis. I mean, that's where all the the bad kids went, right? Yeah, um, little LITs and rebellious ones. Yeah, baby. all the all the pr all the prideful young men and women whose countenance had fallen and wasn't as bright anymore. Yeah, um, yeah. Was getting I, muddy. I definitely think, I definitely think that there there were hidden cameras installed, for sure, in the prayer rooms. I mean, it, it was just too coincidental some of the times that they would come busting into the prayer room while i was there for a week i was just like did you guys did you guys see me trying to kick out the ac unit is that why you're here right now you know <laughs> but where like would that. they have hidden it i don't know i don't you think don't you would have seen it it's not like it was a teddy bear with an eyeball that you know yeah, that's true had a video in it i i don't know it just seemed too convenient some of the times that mm -hmm. they would you know come and interrogate me in the prayer room while i was there yeah yeah you know uh yeah like no right I, I, I totally believe you sketchy yeah yeah um, but were you making a lot of noise do you think maybe they posted someone outside your door no i mean there was a time where i was doing backflips off my bed just because i was so bored um actually no i take that back so the poor the exhausted 17 year old female that's like right below your <laughs> yeah, room yeah, is I, feel like, I can't sleep sweet <laughs> jesus i have prayed and i have meditated and there's there still is a no demon above me stairs. <laughs> they're like that oh, we are getting somebody who's getting physically ill from the image by the way just uh, yeah. a little heads up there yeah <laughs> i don't well, blame you right. by the way you want to move on from this one i don't know if they can oh. tell but i'm only looking at like the little channel of of chad and davy on the left because i can't with this <laughs> like leather can't. shoe face <laughs> okay i uh, did want to point out there's a smaller one at least he's tiny <laughs> He's His social media is still active, as as we know. He he has posted multiple times on uh on social media channels. I'm not going to name the channels, but but here he is. Um, however, oh, you should name the channels. Why not? Well, this particular channel has it like literally right there. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. true. Sorry, um, I get real vigilante. I'm like, why not? <laughs> Go blow him up. <laughs> Boom. I, be sure to like and subscribe, Bill Gothard. <laughs> I have, well, I'm not going to say that live. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> anyway. Go spam his account if if you That's are so not inclined. It. That's um, not it. But like, but I think we should run from it. Here's the fun thing to me. And and Chad, I'm going to let you kind of tell the backstory here because I can't even pronounce the guy's name. Um, but there is, and this has been verified by several people, including Chad, including uh, Dr. John Cornish, including Brooke Arnold, uh, that have said Bill Gothard is not running his own social media. It's actually oh, 
100. <laughs> a mole. <laughs> 100 A literal, actual mole. A mole man. That is who yeah. this is on the screen right now. This moleman. <laughs> Chad, can you elaborate, please? Not Mormon, Mormon. <laughs> Mormon. So, so before before the YouTube cops or anything get to me, this is all based on stuff that he has publicly posted, and he has very much, you know, not been shy about putting out there into the world. This is a man named Alfred, C-O-R-D-U-A-N, Cordwan, I believe is how you pronounce it, or Corduan, or I don't Corduroy. care. Uh, yeah, well, Corduroy is actually like a very useful bear who needs looking after. This is something else. Um, yeah, this this guy apparently has been a longtime follower of Bill Gothard. Uh, he has been defending him ever since the recovering grace days where he would come in and harass people who have shared their stories by basically being in the comments. Uh -huh. He was there way too long before they banned him. And quite frankly, it's a tribute to the moderators over there that they were able to contain him as long as they could. But they finally banned his ass. And suspiciously enough, there was a website that came up soon after that called discovering grace yes. which was supposed to be a huge takeoff on which happened to have a whole bunch of articles with his very writing style so it is the informed opinion of myself and pretty much half the western hemisphere that this man is currently the one who has been posting on behalf of bill gothard and or been managing his social media accounts Correct. it is a very likely to the point where I'm pretty sure it's a certainty. And yeah, he just has this weird obsession with an 88 year old man who has a hair part that looks like a baseball scene. So I don't know. <laughs> yes. I also didn't know they made pants this wide. And it's not even now, like he's. I can vouch they do. <laughs> look how, look how, no, 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 Chad. I mean, this guy is, isn't even like morbidly obese or anything like it's not like my 2000 pound life or anything but the pant legs are so incredibly wide but it's as wide that's as it is long and that's what's so bizarre is that what it is Lindsay? <laughs> I, I think it's like, it's like that, wide yeah. wide-legged uh, palazzo pants that are happening here <laughs> it, they're palazzos so bizarre to me and as long it's and so as wide crazy. as his pants keep getting her skirt gets shorter and i cannot i still to this day i am so befuddled at how and maybe i'm jealous let's just put it out there i might be freaking jealous because why in the world is her skirt so short above her knee when i was in ati <laughs> that would have been a full-on harlot Yes. She, like a harlot. Completely a disallowed. Yes. Mm -hmm. Why is it not down to her ankle? And why well, is she wearing knee high? We do have a theory, Lindsay, from Leanne Dietrich that that is actually Bill Gothard in drag. <laughs> I have never seen them in the same room together, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking why she was. No! I'm not. <laughs> Listen. No! I'm not going to take that any further because there's so no. many things I would love to say about the concept of Bill Dr Drag Third. Drag Third? It, I don't know. Bill Drag Drathard? Queen Drath Bill, Drathard? if you will. Drag Third. <laughs> Queen Gothard. Draggard. I, uh, it's a great theory. It's a, it's a very <laughs> plausible Lego, theory. Kind of Lego shaped face, too. Kind of, it kind of tracks. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna stop. So. I, I don't. I, it, she can't help. How she was. She can't and help. That how Kentucky she was Derby hat as a a head covering of grace. Yeah, it's but, but you know what? The whole thing. But there. Is but there... he Cordwan, I call him of Gothard, because yes. he quite literally is of Gothard. 
Like mm -hmm. he will come to his defense. He he clearly is the one that is writing on behalf of Bill too, because there is he doesn't talk like Bill. So and and he clearly says like moderator response on behalf of yes. Bill Gothard. Like mm -hmm. it's very clear it's not Bill, and it's definitely this dude. Because I know how like even Chad like and you do too, Davey. Like we know how Bill presents, and it is not how like little Mister you know Tweedledee over here presents. So I don't know if he's just like gunning for you know maybe at some point he can take over. Like he's just he's salivating that when you know his master Gothard passes away, then if Gothard becomes you know Cordwan. I, I don't know. Is, I don't know. Is, yeah, yeah, this is ridiculously speculative. Inheriting literally nothing, though. It makes no Gothard sense. Gothard was ousted from his own cult. I just so think what he's is the point? a bored old dude who's like, yeah. this is a fun hobby. Let's go troll people. Well, interestingly enough, on his website, Lindsay, and, and Chad pointed this out to me, uh, it mentions that he is an IT professional for a Fortune <laughs> 100 company, which Chad <laughs> discovered um, is actually Northrop Grumman. Uh, which is a very large, prestigious yeah. organization, uh, but it would it would be a real shame if uh, if his superiors found out that he's spending a lot of his time during the workday uh, trolling survivors of the shiny happy people cold. What a shame that would be! But those if aren't those like his timed replies that he's like scheduling through the app. It could be. It certainly could be. But, but I, I would doubt love it. for someone to take a look at his work computer and see if he's running his his website and discovering Grace from Northrop Grumman Equipment. It'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be a fun little instead journey? of a cigarette break, he takes like a cult troll break. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take my I'm troll to on cult. my lunch break right now. <laughs> I, I have a five minute lunch break spread out all over all day. He Leave has a very alone. pinched nasal sound. I excuse me. That oh, I think for sure. Too. Pinched nasal. That guy's voice has to be it. It house it. Ugh. Maybe a decibel higher than Michelle's. Oh, you think he 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 talks in the high breathy voice? Oh yeah, I think so. I wouldn't be surprised. There's no he, low. There's no low register there. He wants to bottom for Gothard so bad, like you can tell. Did I not say his responses of Gothard? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> You're welcome. Absolutely. Um, anyway, I like I thought that would be a fun one to bring up. Oh, go ahead, Chad. I'm sorry. <clears throat> no, that's that cool. Um, apparently, apparently, my throat decided to fail on me. One moment, please. <laughs> Got all choked up. <laughs> so emotional. It was just so beautiful, you guys. Okay, I did have a point though to uh, to the shortness of the skirt and everything, which I think is actually pretty relevant. This is yet another example of in the cult. You know, the rules only apply as useful as you are. So if you're useful to, you know, Bill Gothard or IBLP or whatever, you get to take certain liberties here and there. You know, like you don't have to do everything. You can, you know, skirt a little here and there, so to speak. Yeah, you know, because you're do actively doing a thing. And anyone who says otherwise is just an attack from the devil who's, you know, just trying to distract from your usefulness. So Obviously, yes. that's that's how it was. And that's how it continues to be. I 100% yeah. agree with that. I mean, we we saw that with uh, director families, right, Lindsay? Yeah. A, a director family, they got special privilege, privileges. Their kids Always. were typically, you know, running amok by, by you know, fundamental Christian, shiny, happy people standards, obviously. Um, yeah. In reality, they were, they were staying up till nine. They oh, went to yeah. the store and got <laughs> ding-dongs. How dare they? With, you know, the opposite gender and everything, those, those pesky kids. But yeah, I, I mean, there's such a double standard always uh, when it comes to that for sure 
And I just think that people that came into leadership had some, had major control desires. They mm-hmm. wanted to lead with power yes. and assert authority. The narcissism, just the the you know, I'm given this power and authority by God. Therefore, like I've always said, it's a mic drop. When you throw mm-hmm. it in, like God said this, mic drop, I get to abuse you because Bible says so, mic drop. Yep. <laughs> like there is there's no defense for the little ones. And I just think most people that found their way into leadership in any of the training centers and some of headquarters uh, were very much like that. And they got away with it. Yes. And that, like, like the, no one could ever say anything out against it because, again, we're so programmed uh, out of fear and also just like this understanding of like spiritual warfare that we're like, oh, this isn't I shouldn't butt against this. You know, this is going to come back to haunt me later. And right. honestly, it would, too, because we're, we're we're with abusers. So we know better than to continue to. Well, I don't know. Maybe you didn't know better. <laughs> but if you continue to, like, really push them, it just gets worse. Right. You know, because they really do have all the control over you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah, and, and I mean, especially in a patriarchal society like that. Uh-huh. I mean, take it out of the cult for a second and just the patriarchal ideology okay. uh, that these fundamental Christian groups were driven by. Yeah, yeah. The, the, there was always the opportunity and environment like, for ab- abuse was cultivated. Yeah, yeah, absolutely I mean, that, it was. That, that's just the when you line. were at Indy, was it the Gurgnies and the Maguas? I don't remember their names. Honestly, okay. I, I couldn't even begin to tell. Really I don't tall, thin, string bean so. with gray, gray hair, very severe part. That was Maguas. I and blocked kind out of the so much squatty, of that. Squatty, husky dude, round face whitehead it sounds familiar the only people i really remember were um brandon who led the the life focus program the, oh the brandons like mr and mrs brandon because i don't know no, no, no. it was name. a guy it was just this guy named brandon i can't remember his last name right oh, now okay, for the life okay. of me i mentioned it in another in, in one of the episodes and someone yeah, reached yeah. out to me and said you know he came out of the closet recently right i was like oh no i i did not know that amazing but that explains the aggression and anger Right, right. Yeah, that explains really why they kept all the life purpose stuff in a actual closet. We were there, we saw it. <laughs> I mean, but wow, right? But can you imagine yeah. the conflict that they were going through to mm-hmm. have to like assert assert as a male, like assert this aggressive, you know, patriarchal, I control everybody. And then on the inside, probably being this like soft, wonderful, cuddly person that is just like at a complete odds with your own identity. Yes, you can't put out there at all. Like, oh, well, I even more than imagine. that, Lindsay, I mean, th- this was th- th- we, we were so steeped in the quiverful movement, right? Your whole purpose of as a man, yeah, was to be big, this big, strong provider, you know, hunter and protector, get a wife and maker of babies, and, yeah, and make as yep. many babies as possible. Yeah, well, being you know, a gay man, y- you can't identify with that at all. No. Not to mention the fact that that was still referred to as an abomination within yeah. the cult, which is just ludicrous. But yeah, growing up that way, having to hide your true identity, I can yeah. only imagine what that was doing to him on a daily basis. Yeah, because and and this is not to take away from LGBTQIA plus community at all. But I feel right. like as females being raised in this, too, and being a very wild buckaroo female like i felt the same i felt so similar like Mm -hmm. i could not reveal anything of what i really was even in my victim impact statements to my parents i said to them you've never truly even known me because i've never allowed you to Mm -hmm. 
you know, and, because you'd get in trouble for it. That would be prideful. Yeah. That would be rebellion. Oh my gosh, yeah. you you missed out. You missed out on just the fun, saucy person that I am because you, you know I just couldn't reveal it to you. It wouldn't be safe. Well, you know what? We're not missing out, Lindsay, and we love it. Hell no, you're not. We love fun, saucy. <laughs> this is Olympia. definitely saucy me. <laughs> I I don't think I've heard anyone use the word saucy in quite some time, so I'm really happy about that even. <laughs> <laughs> leave um, a saucy in the chat if you she's lost in the sauce y'all yes um is. just a reminder this is a live q a so i'm going to cover a couple of questions that we've gotten before we continue on with the conversation uh melissa hodgson had asked is someone running a gothard news updates channel and i think we pretty much an answered that with alfred cordwan or however you pronounce his last name. I mean, that's basically Gothard's Gothard. news. <laughs> just call him just call Gothard. Him. Honestly, we could just call him Alfred Seward and we're we're good to go on. <laughs> I mean, he is. I mean, I had I because I kept calling. I forget what I kept calling don't him. And don't, don't, don't say it, Lindsay. Don't say it. No, but don't, no, but don't say it. But I was like, don't remind me what I used to call him, Chad, because I don't even remember anymore. But I could not remember his name. And so finally, we were like, it's the butler to Batman. <laughs> like, he's just a butler. Yeah. He's a butler to Bill. He's Bill's butler. Literally Alfred. Yeah. Alfred, Bill's butler. He's literally like Algernon. <laughs> 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 Lindsay uh, seems like the kind of person that loves using the C word, too. Um, That's actually been the hardest. That's been the most difficult. Chad, you. <laughs> Turn off your camera immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you I think we hit a nerve this is like literally being with a little brother right now good god um, I could be I mean, Lindsay said the be. C word <laughs> I'm doing mama new I'm doing DV um, no I, it was actually really hard for, that's been the hardest curse word for me until shiny happy people really and then oh yeah <laughs> and now Chad can have a reaction but <laughs> I would like message him and Heather in our, we have a little chat group and I would just be like, I'm saying it. And would, <laughs> just the next. Get ready mail, guys. Here it comes. The next voice message would be like CCC and this like CCC, CCC. <laughs> like, because there, I don't have any other worse word. Oh, that's so funny. I, I used to date an Australian and I was like, I don't see a problem with this. Honestly. Hey, <laughs> they love using that word. That like that's true. the C word for them is it's not even the f word because the the f word is still like kind of like you know use it not sparingly necessarily but just be conscious when you're saying it you know maybe ease Religious. up a little bit yeah. they don't ease up on the c word at all in australian really? culture God, it no long there. Yeah, that's true. It's basically there. the same thing as saying like idiot like in an endearing way <laughs> oh, a so lot weird. of times yeah it's just it's i'll just crazy. be like i'm sorry i have australian in my heritage it's just it's like bro like they say the c word like bro or dude really very true i did it's not wild. know this that's epic um wow. i i like this question did you guys ever wonder why your parents took marriage and parenting advice for a man who has never been married and has no children great question bill murphy phenomenal question is this pre pre or post cult though because if it's pre-cult never questioned it Jesus this, wasn't married and neither was Paul. Exactly. Disciples, oh, a lot of disciples point. weren't married. Jesus wasn't married. He made those points that like he's staying pure before God so that he can continue to be wholly inspired by him. So in it, you're just like, it, this is brainwashing. This is how brainwashing and indoctrination yeah. works, right? Mm -hmm. You just slowly mm -hmm. start to bake in the sauce. And yep. so I, yeah, I didn't question it. But once I got out, I was like, 
now that I'm married, what like this guy right? doesn't know half of what happens in, no. in a relationship. And, and so much of his advice was just completely impractical too. I, I mean, just it's ignorant. That's why it's yes, impractical. It's ignorant. Exactly. Yes. A hundred percent. Guys, very uh, important announcement. Guess who just joined the live stream? It's our friend Bryce. Hello, Bryce. Looking like Dr. Evil with his kitty. Smoke Yes. I just let my animal out Christmas kitty. She's got her Christmas bow million dollars. I love it. She's a Christmas kitty. It is one day after Halloween. Oh, sweet God. You think I put it on? I do, actually. No. So, so, so did you name her Hobby Lobby? Okay. Ooh, <laughs> One day after cool. Halloween. Named her Michael just to be, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so my very uh, good friend had been trying to set this thing up for a while and things have been postponed and, and we were like, yeah, that data works. And then like two days ago, Davey's like, hey, we should do a live stream. I'm like, crap. Uh, so <laughs> All I'm hearing are I have so much tapas to eat though. I had tapas and sangria, so, but before tapas. that, I had a pedicure. So, wow, George we and I really—I have... literally was telling Davy Bryce and I would get along so well, and now like sealed the deal. Wait, the dude you gets got pedicures. a pedicure, Bryce. Was it in Lindsay's honor that you got your feet all done up? Was there... I'm looking to earn some extra money this this holiday season, and so <laughs> I wanted my feet to look really nice. You know. Oh. Are um, you doing uh, the mold for the Silver Foot Award? Is that what's happening? Yes. You had to go and get it all polished up so you could just like yes. right into that mold. Second place is the Left Toe Award. The Left Toe. Ooh, do you have right. a longer second toe? Please tell me. I don't know. You guys want to see my fresh feet? <laughs> I don't do. do it, don't Actually, care. I really do. I'll show you mine. Show you me yours. Swear to God. You want to see the foot that Bill used to put me? <laughs> All I know is that that lady after had show, the, Davey. After show, <laughs> she, she Patreon bonus after, after that. Oh my god, your uh, people are gonna leave this chat. I can't. No, we're getting more people. <laughs> oh no, they think they're gonna see your feet. Oh no, it'll, this, this thing will skyrocket, <laughs> blow up. Stick around to the end, guys. Make sure you drop a like to see Lindsay's feet. Like, be sure to smash my wiki feet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what we do I have is... not had a pedicure in about two and a half months, so they raunchy. Oh, Lord. <laughs> what we do is we Lord. eat, we all go get pedicures, and we all take a picture of our foot and we put it up there and we let people vote and say, which one do you think is Lindsay's? Oh, Ooh, they'll know right away. That's a great well, we'd have okay, to from the ankle down. It doesn't matter. You'll know Obviously, mine right away. We'll have nope. to somehow hide all my tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> you just gave it away. Maybe I have tattoos. Maybe you do. And so maybe that would that would maybe make it even more interesting. Who knows? <laughs> okay, it's I love this idea Instagram? though. I love I, think we I do love this. the idea of us taking a group a group foot group picture. Foot? I think that would be so much fun. <laughs> I, I I now want to tattoo Alfred's face on my big toe. Ooh. No, oh, you don't one. ever want to look at that ever again. No. Or the the Institute and Basic Life Principles crest on the bottom of your foot <laughs> with the with the eagle. Yeah, <laughs> you hear an eagle squawk every time I take a step. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Glad to have you uh, here, Bryce. Glad you're back. Absolutely <laughs> amazing. I've this is what you're walking uh, into. I've got another really good question here, y'all. Um, this one, this one, I, I honestly don't even know. Well, I, I, I know the second part. When did Gothard and IBLP really begin to take off? 
and when did it begin to decline year-wise? Love all that you guys do. Y'all are great. Thank you so much, Wade Kirchner. What what do y'all think? I mean, he, he started in the 70s. That's really when the the um the 60s seminars. was his his uh prison ministry, like his young huh? youth ministry. And then the 70s was like IBLP, IBYC and IBLP. Um, but I, I uh, my opinion and and you know you guys all have yours too but my opinion is like i think it really began to like s- like go into the stratosphere when he started ati like mm. iblp was huge and then he added ati to it and it was just like all the stars were aligning all the money was coming in so people that were doing iblp were jumping on board with ati so he was getting all of those families and he was like the Thompson bowling arena, he was filling it like just ridiculous with the homeschool side. And then also still going to tons and tons of seminars around the country. Like Mm. he was still doing seminars in many multiple major cities Um, all the way up until like the, I think the mid nineties, mid to late nineties, he was still going to, they they started to dwindle (laughs) around the late nineties, but I was actually at headquarters when they were starting to come back down the roller coaster hill. Um, of ATI. And that was in 2000. So like 1999, I remember very specifically around 98 after after ATI's uh, family conference in 98, because I was in the information center at at headquarters for ATI. um, (laughs) Enrollment was like almost plateauing. For the mm. first time ever, it was not continuing okay. to go up. So it was plateauing. Well, you ran out of people to kill off at the conferences. That was the thing. About <laughs> I was like, you got to make it more exciting. Sorry, well, we need a Mickey Bonner moment <laughs> like every but, year. <laughs> but you got to remember that 98 through 2001, 2002, when Character First was starting to really take off, like they, right. they had this new program and it was the new crap. And they did like, it's Character First Education and Character First Business. Mm-hmm. And it was really blowing up. Yeah, but those, but the families, like as far, I think that the families was his bread and butter. That's what was that because the sem- the IBLP seminars were already coming down. Mm-hmm. Um, he was starting to do them in ch- smaller churches and no longer selling out stadiums across the U.S. And then ATI plateaued, and so in '98, after June '98, it was a huge push that we really contact all the families. Um, I did international families, so I was like contacting all the international families, making sure that they were completely stable and really good, and had everything that they needed, and they were getting like all that handheld, you know, conversation if they needed it from headquarters. And then they were like, and then in '99 in June, it was the first time that it actually tilted down, and I honestly don't think it ever recovered ever because i just kept hearing that the numbers were getting smaller they they did knoxville what maybe a couple more years and then they moved over to nashville i think nashville and then it went was it nashville chad i believe it was yeah and then i and then they they went to big sandy after nashville right i think i I was so out of it i was like screw the cult i'm not looking back anymore so i don't know what they still do the conference now is in uh is in big sandy yeah yeah and they have the family camps too so it's like they do the conference around june ish but they also have these family camps throughout the year random i know that because i still have uh people that go there and they were just there two weeks ago so uh, yeah they're still doing the family camps but the family ironically going to the family camps intentionally going to the family camps yeah yeah unreal dude that's just so crazy to me that people are still buying into this shit 
because they are in the sauce and they refuse to wake up and they don't want to hear it. They are closed minded. They are just, yeah. this is their safety zone. They've done this for decades. They are not going to change their mind. They're also older. So how do you present this to someone who's older and go, Hey, you've kind of like misled your whole family for the last like 50 years. Like it's, mm -hmm. that's not cute. It's not a cute. Look. Right. Um, so anyway, but that, that to me, like n the very late nineties, early two thousands is when they, uh, ATI and IBLP started to actually feel the tick downward. It yes. still took another like 15 years for it to actually start fully collapsing, but, mm -hmm. um, well, yeah. I, I, and I think you're exactly right. We talked about this during the episode with Chad Lindsay that 1997, I mean, was pretty a standard year to, to go to the annual conference. And then the next year attendance dropped off yeah. pretty dramatically from what I understand. Yeah. Um, and I don't think they ever really recovered with their annual conference. It they still had enrollment, yeah. like enrollment yeah. like was plateaued, but people mm -hmm. going to the seminar was a lot lower. Yeah. Right. And it's yeah. really expensive to rent out the Thompson bowling arena. And then that whole, the, the entire grounds of, of, uh, I don't know what you call it. The vols, whatever. Yeah. Like I mean, the, the place, stuff. The place where they shipped all the students for choir practice was really huge. It was like yeah. a really big concert hall almost. I totally remember it. it used to be well, there. And obviously the, the final nail in the coffin was in 2014. I mean, that yeah. was really when it was just done. Well, like, that's because Bill's sins finally caught up with them. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I think, I think um, you know, it probably started a lot of the, I don't know, um, the narrative I think started really shifting in like 2010, 11, 12, right? They, yeah. they were already dropping off. I think in 2000, I went to Indy in 1999. That's, that's when mm -hmm. I went to the compound in Indianapolis. Um, and I, I, you know, you felt a shift in the years after that into the, in the early two thousands, exactly like what you're describing, Lindsay. And then I think around 2012 is when some of this, there was the XATI guy that had his own blog. Yes. Remember totally that? remember i found him mm -hmm. so soon god yeah. i want to know who that person is i x ati guy if you were out there in the stratosphere will you just message me even if it's with x ati guy like if that's how you have yeah. to do yourself like fine you can stay anonymous if you want uh, I, I would yeah. love to have him on the podcast because he was really the first make him like muffle his voice like he's gonna be like yeah oh, he has to be behind a curtain muffle. silhouette lit yeah, yeah and just exactly. like silhouette backlit oh that would be so that'd be cool. great um, yeah because but, yeah, he I mean, started he one like, of the first ones. Yes. And really started to, I mean, I was already like, ugh, great guy after I got married, right. but reading the stuff that he was putting out, I was like, I was here. I commented on a bunch of the different blog posts that he made. And, and then remember the crossings. <laughs> do you guys remember the crossings? Yeah. We're like, ah, oh, yeah. that's where I, I won't Will lie. Smith. I don't recall I, it, but yeah, I do still wish that that website existed only for, because you, Facebook is not as great at this. I want all the old pictures because I know yeah. people that I know have photos of me from headquarters days. Cause my mom's basement flooded and I lost all of my good photos and I had albums of stuff that I could have shown you guys. I mean, albums of amazing shit. I so really here's wish a, that something like the crossings would come back. Here's a story that that I keep forgetting to mention, but the crossings, I was involved with the crossings as far as like there was a local group, a, a local Texas group. That's where my sister met her her current husband. Ah. <laughs> uh, was through crossings. But one at one point we all decided that we wanted to rent out a facility and throw a uh, swing dance party 
and we did that. Oh my god! And uh, swing we dancing, swing dancing. My I don't know how much it, it was expensive. There was a couple Ooh. of people that stopped by that were IBLP all stars, if you will. Interesting. Like, holy crap! There. Where are here? the photos? Really? <laughs> Are, I you, are you allowed to reveal any names, Bryce? I'm not going to reveal the, the the two people that stopped by. It probably doesn't okay. matter anymore. But they were they were like ultimate IBLP all was all it star. the Aaron Brooks? No I'm kidding. Look, we all we all know we all know Al Smith was out there like you know breaking it down like you know his his old ass was like you know generating great dust and everything doing the great. jitterbug yeah yeah no <laughs> one of the the one. ATI dad was the DJ. <laughs> really? Oh, that, see, that's great though. That yeah. that's like, kind of cool. Live your best life now. You, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm free from the cult, and now we're just gonna have fun. Like, Absolutely. Let's just go be freaking free, man. And there were like maybe twelve people. <laughs> one one of the you people just that held was it at a bar. That, oh yeah, one of, but one of the guys that agreed to do it like was the only one that was making actual money, and I think he put up most of the money. I have that's no idea what cool, happened though, to Bryce. him. I, I love that. Uh, and for whatever reason, I feel like in like for people that are coming out of fundamental religion, dancing is like one of the first things that they want to. I, I mean, listening to modern music, obviously catching up on pop culture and then going out and dancing someone something that people don't really do that much. But that's like a thing for them. It seems like kind of like playing yeah. the piano was while we were still in the cult. I mean, Lindsay, oh. you and I can both attest <laughs> to that. Every good fundamental Christian child took piano lessons. You had to. Oh, hell yeah, yeah I did. Chad too. And then it no, was used against me when I was at the Oklahoma City Training Center. That's right. Yeah. You were the official pianist. So- my my parents were like, oh, you gotta you gotta pick a musical instrument. And I had only ever seen women play piano at the time. I was just younger. And, and so I was like, uh, I don't know, trumpet which is not an easy instrument. I did t- two years of trumpet, you know, private lessons or whatever. If they Bryce, just I'm going to have to cut me... you off. I'm going to have to cut you off right now uh, because Laura Smith is in the chat. And I just says saw her. That I was, like, was ah. there at the swing dance event. Hey, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> you were. Oh my God. This is amazing. I've got to get, it. I still have to get Laura on uh, the podcast yeah. to talk about our date. I need to hear that. Yeah, I need all the juice on that. Oh, it is <laughs> so incredibly cringe. I still lay awake late at night thinking you know about how awful. Cringe is great for storytelling. So that's, that's so true. Yeah, cringe away, you guys. I, I have your uh, your twelve song album you wrote three weeks after that date. Um, we can all the poetry that, that I Real dedicated br- to her. <laughs> very, very grunge. Kid. Very grunge. Very grunge. So emo. Oh, I'm so tired. But, but they were all emo limericks. That was the weird thing about it. <laughs> Christian emo. I met a young lady named Laura, who's <laughs> who I loved since the day that I saw her. Uh, Ooh, <laughs> continue, please continue. Love that. Uh, or a haiku, perhaps. Maybe, maybe we can do this. In... <laughs> so good. Oh, oh, I actually know. I actually know a little ditty that'll help you write a haiku. It goes da 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 da. Da 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 da. If you do that, you have all the syllables. It's great. You got it all. Okay. You well, probably yeah. went and saw Donnie Darko or something in the, in the theaters. <laughs> Just like, oh, yeah. Ooh, neither one of us remember. Neither one of us remember what movie we saw. We know we saw a movie. You have a good excuse. Uh, I don't know what Laura's uh, excuse is. 
You know that you saw just a trauma. movie, but neither of you oh, yeah, remember the, the, it. The post, the post date, uh, sitting in the parking lot for two hours, where she's just like, please, God, holding her hostage in my car on accident. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's then, the yes, trauma. Writing, <laughs> I can't let a female go until they this say yes. I'll marry you. Poem laced with Blink One Eighty Two lyrics, apparently. <laughs> Sweet. You know, it's all the small things. I mean, oh, thank you, nice. well, you know, well, church sex. <laughs> Laura, I just want to say, I miss you. Okay. No. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna. Oh, please, please tell us that in rhyme, Davy. Davy, you just mentioned Laura. I that, miss you. <laughs> you just mentioned that you had piano lessons, right, yes. Davy? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So really? I was uh, walking with you on the Riverwalk one evening when we were young, and you were absolutely wasted. And we As was walked up to this irish piano bar this tiny little irish piano bar do you Did remember you this no you probably don't okay not we at went all in, we went into the piano bar and you you had that you know you had your like emo look going right of course and you're like i won't play and they're like where are you from uh, okay we got davy from connecticut everybody and you sit down and play rachmaninoff from memory and the entire place is completely dead silent and you're and this and you're like you look like Ray Charles, because you're drunk. You're... <laughs> <laughs> and you finish, and the place just like, oh my god! <laughs> if only they knew the trauma. They were like, no, but actually, we see the trauma. Yeah, I, I literally played rock modern <laughs> It was. Well, it we're was... Irish. We understand the trauma. <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't Majesty and Glory of Christmas. Yeah, give him a shot of Jameson. He'll be fine. By the way, you were the sober, soberest piano player that night. I guarantee it. Yeah, <laughs> it was an Irish bar. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm never playing. I'm never going to play the piano in front of Davey. Thanks for letting me know that, Bryce. <laughs> he played at my sister's oh wedding. Oh, my God. So oh good. My gosh, uh, oh, yeah, I did. And I was completely yeah, wasted for that. Bro. Yeah. There's a, uh, there's a video. Again? <laughs> there, there is a video, a wedding video uh, where they, you know, I don't know, like just asked me something i can't even remember but i completely went off script and basically told aaron that she should have married me and not her husband <laughs> <laughs> that's epic i love that kind of shit in wedding videos yeah. that's oh amazing. i was smashed i was completely smashed um okay i wanted to get back to this question i had popped it up when i realized that laura was in the chat um and had to address that obviously uh, Hi, absolutely laura. one of my favorites <laughs> um are iblp christians anything similar to Steven Anderson's cult. As far as I know, the, the only thing I really know about Steven Anderson is that he is another fundy Christian type. Um, and so put simply, yes, they are all the same. They come from the same, they're cut from the same cloth. They come from the same ideologies. It's all patriarchy. It's all literal interpretations of convenient Bible verses. Uh, yeah. It's all about modesty and purity culture. Yes. If if he is a fundamental Christian, it is very similar, I am sure, to the IBLP shiny happy people cult. They might not force women to wear dresses. They may not necessarily endorse courtship, but it's all the same ideology. It's all the same shit over and over and over again because Bill Gothard stuff wasn't even original. No. He was pulling that from fundamental Baptist churches. So yeah. these weren't new ideas that he was teaching. The dude was just a gimmicky bitch a that's marketer. what bill gothard was yeah. and, and a phenomenal marketer yes 
He would have sold a lot of cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it, I cannot. It's just it what blows you need my is this mind. Fine family sedan right here. <laughs> right. Fifteen. Okay. Careful now. You y'all are kidding. In here. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I know y'all are kidding, but this actually happened in the IFB. They actually had this one guy. I'll have to look up his name, but he would go around giving financial advice at different conferences and everything uh, Dave for Ramsey? fundamentalists. Almost. It it was almost as bad. But his thing was like, no, you can't give your money to index funds or mutual funds because they might support non-Christian companies. Mm -hmm. So naturally, that would entice people to come up afterwards and say, well, what can we invest in? And he's like, well, I know these bonds that you can buy. And he would sell them bonds that were insured, that were backed by used cars. Like It was such a scam. He was banned from doing any kind of trading in the state of Alabama and several other states. Last I heard, he was in jail. (laughs) Unreal. So, yes, he literally, like, sold bonds and used cars. Like, Uh, this IFB grifters are some of the most blatant ones, but you can get away with literally anything if you call it a ministry. Like, that's that's just how it works with these people. I can't really talk about it yet. But there is an organization right now that is promoting a uh, financial type device and basing it all on um, Christian, let's say fundamental Christian talking points. That's what they're doing. And they're raising millions and millions of dollars doing this. Just like Samaritan's Uh, Purse and all that bullshit. It's just so incredibly, yeah, exactly, Lindsay. Uh, It's just incredibly, incredibly frustrating. I mean, I feel like they missed the boat. NFTs were a thing, and they should have just like, hey, Christian (laughs) NFTs. Well, you see the technology. Well, that's technology that usually takes. God, God, you're right. Sorry, it's technology that takes uh, fundamentalists like 20 years to catch on. You know, like we couldn't even tell people when we first got dial-up internet, we couldn't tell anybody at church for like five years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's do it. Let's scan the Christian, uh, the the, the uh, character sketch books and make them NFTs and just. Oh, wait, them I, you do don't even know how badly I want to buy the fourth, the fourth character sketch. You don't understand. Yes. You it's don't new, understand isn't it? how close I am. Chad keeps it's got a picture of a whale arm. on it. Ooh, I just can't. I just. I want to know. The thing is, the reason I want it is I want to understand if they're rewriting some of their narrative. Oh, interesting. Or is it just all old ass Bill Gothard shit? Like, I'm sure. I I'm sure. Know it's the what same regurgitated stuff. Yeah, uh, I can almost guarantee it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just. Uh, I need it. I need to see it. And and that's the other crazy thing that kind of piggybacks on what you're saying there, Lindsay, is that there's all the new wave of fundamental Christian people coming out right now. Yep. Uh, a lot of it is mentioned on uh, what is it? Duggar snark. Um, Fundy Fridays talks about it a lot. Like she, she is phenomenal at identifying some of these new groups that are coming out and trying yep. to get them shut down before they take off. But there, there's always these people that are just going to latch on to that predator mindset, predator versus prey mindset and exploit mm-hmm. people. Yeah, um, I've never and been to Christians Funny Fridays. How are surprised? So easy. Oh my gosh! Shut up. They're so easy. Good. They're so easy to manipulate. That's mm-hmm. that's the thing. That's why the grifts work because they're yeah. so. They ask no questions. Ministry? Oh, allow me. Let me yes. just overflow my purse it's, to you. Like, it's the same thing as so you know a, a business putting an ixthus on their business card <laughs> yes. or website. 
you know, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, they're Christians. Well, Trust we have values. to do business with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like I, I like this question. Did Bill got hard? Great. Uh, promote to train up a child. Yes. Yes. That's Bill's drag name, by the way. I'm disturbed that got hard is in the same sentence of train up a child. Like they, yes. they just shouldn't be in the same. It is. Sentence it is a little weird. It's just Strange a little disturbing. Yeah. But um. But yes, he did. But on brand. He on it. brand for IBLP. He sold the book. Mm-hmm. He sold the book. It was available at book tables at uh, mm-hmm. you know conferences. So yes, he absolutely. And did. and Michael and Debbie Pearl spoke at ATI IBLP yes, in the eighties. Well. Yeah, eighties and early nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For those of for those of uh you that don't or aren't familiar with the train up a child. This was a curriculum uh, written by Michael and Debbie Pearl, which were, they, they were two just, I mean, if fascist parents were a thing, they were it. I, I mean, the They're levels abysmal. that they went to with discipline was just, I, I mean, absolute abuse. A hundred percent. You just, you train a child like you train an animal. They don't believe mm-hmm. in raising a child and nurturing a child. That is not, uh, that is lost on them. It is about breaking your child to your mm-hmm. dominance. Yes. And, and that's exactly, I, I mean, they referred to that unabashedly breaking the child's will. You have yes. to break their will and you yep. break their will by disciplining, disciplining. And, and really them. it was just abusing them. Harming them, that's crushing, what it was. Yeah. crushing them with your all-encompassing mm-hmm. authoritarian adult Emotionally, self. Emotionally, mentally, like, and physically. Yeah. Yes. All and I mean, mm-hmm. I, I know that, you know, Chad and I have talked to this ad nauseum on a bunch of different podcasts and stuff, but like our parents were our full, first bullies. Mm-hmm. They were our bullies and our abusers. Yeah. And yet they were this like, oh, the Lord is bringing you up, you know, bringing you up. And this is what the Lord da- demands us do so that you can be the most ultimate godly. And I'm literally I'm literally over here with the teachings of Bill going, don't be bitter, don't be bitter, don't be bitter. I hate you, mm-hmm. you know, because you're hurting me. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it is it just does not connect. And quite frankly, um, I do not condone abuse, but I would love to take a dowel rod. And see how the pearls feel about it. Just saying. I will say. They don't think they've ever experienced it. They have only dished out the discipline. Yep. I had nightmares of literally disciplining my parents. Like mm-hmm. that was the level of enrage that I had in myself. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I would wake up and be like, I don't know how to be. I don't know how to have a submissive spirit. I don't know. The devil's just taken over all the ground. Like my chessboard is like all little mini castles because I don't know how to wipe the board and be like, no. I'm so humble. I'm so humble. Mm-hmm. The Lord is I'm empty for the Lord. Like, how can I be? You guys are like so unfair. So it's just abuse. That's all it is. It's a book on abuse. Absolutely. OK, I'm done now. <laughs> Rant over. Chad, you were going to say something as well. <laughs> Well, I, I was going to say, like, you know, in connection with that and a previous question we got, like, did any of y'all take anything positive away from your experiences? Uh, what I tell people is, like, the one positive I took away is that I developed a hell of a pain tolerance. Hmm. Uh, like, I mean, that's literally the only thing approaching positive I can think because I can take a lot of punishment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, so I Chad, something that I've said multiple <laughs> times uh, and, and tongue in cheek, obviously, but also yeah. very literally you can't hurt my feelings. I grew up in a cult. Hell yeah. <laughs> what are you right? going to say to me or do that I haven't been through already to the nth degree, you know? Yeah. 
I never thought about that. I have a pretty high pain tolerance as well. I, I had to have like a steroid shot directly into my wrist recently, which is something that takes like two minutes to slowly push it in. And on the way out, the reception's like, oh, did you cry? And I'm like, no, why don't I cry? What are you I don't about? think you understand how many times I got hit on the wrist with a ruler. I don't, <laughs> right? Or a dowel rod. I'm crying no, and I'm on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I feel great. I'm, I'm, I'm invigorated <laughs> for some reason. I feel so I'm refreshed. A little bit and I don't like that part, but <laughs> I want, I'm like kind of wondering. I'm wondering if this is a dude thing, though. Because mm. that is that not me. Be yeah, not me at all. I am like polar opposites, you guys. Like I think that I will I will endure a lot of pain, but I'm very aware that it's there. Like I can't mm. I don't have like a, a tolerance of it anymore. It's like I I feel like I'm literally when I start feeling pain, I feel a heartbreak of suffering. Like mm. I don't know if I'm gonna get help and I don't know if I can ask for help. I don't know. Like even I got the COVID shot, right? And and I have autoimmune disease, so I literally like kind of felt like I went to hell and back in 48 hours. Mm. But even that, like I made my husband take me to the emergency room because I thought that my entire abdominal muscles were just going to actually like snap in half with like whatever pain was happening. I had I there's like no threshold, and yet you get there and they look at you like you've lost your your damn mind. Right. And I'm like, I'm, lit I'm literally telling you that I am in so much pain. Well, I'll take some Tylenol, maybe go to the ER. I'm like, wait, how, I wonder what? if that is like a, a trauma response. <laughs> on I don't know. It, yeah. I mean, like, it it's be. interesting, though, because all three of you are like, we have quite a pain tolerance. And I'm like, I don't. Yeah, no, that's not me. Well, I was more so thinking like from a, a mental and emotional standpoint, physically. Oh, no, I'm a big old baby, just like you, Lindsay. Well, most um, men are, but I mean, <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I don't think that was necessary. <laughs> it was 100%. And you should feel attacked. You guys get a runny nose and the world's over. <laughs> chicken soup and Netflix Although, for a week. You know what? Melissa mentioned that she, she's had quite a bit of tattooing done. I'm also covered in tattoos, and that's almost like a cathartic experience for me. So may, maybe really? so. Who knows? Yeah. yeah I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like, I mean, Chad even yeah. said it. Like, he has a threshold for pain. I like, uh-uh. Well, my, um, my whole thing... My oh, whole thing ahead, is like, ahead. yeah, I I learned to block it out so much because, you know, like, right. you know, without getting into too much detail and everything, certain things wouldn't end until I just stopped reacting. Yeah. So I learned how to block out so much that there are times I literally have to like sit, close my eyes, like go into a meditative state and be like, OK, what's hurting right now? Because I don't mm -hmm. know. Like I have to go. Do you, from my head to toe. Do you feel like in yeah, those times time. you actually dissociate? Yeah. Yeah, like I just blocked it off. I'm like, we'll deal with that later. You know, right now I've got stuff to do. So it happens. And it's something I'm working. I've been that, working yeah, on, I, so I do the exact same thing. Yeah. You guys, That's so interesting. Do you do it too, Bryce? Do you disassociate in pain? I, I mean, I'm or not discomfort? subjected to pain very often. Um, but, you know, if I need to turn it off to get through something, you know, wow. for whatever yeah. reason, um, I mean, I, I had, um i've had like major surgery and and mm -hmm. like i'm talking st stapled stomach you know yeah yeah and um i just i'm like let's do it what are we doing let's fix things let's move forward mm -hmm. so i, I, I don't know i guess i just i just turn it off and just like All yeah right, you just flip a switch you're like i'm just not gonna be dealing with it it's just gonna now go that i'm thinking else. more about the tattoo thing because actually that's a really good example from melissa like when i'm getting tattooed it's mm -hmm. so interesting like i know what i have to do to separate myself from the pain and relax the muscles and go to a happy place 
Um, and as cheesy as it sounds like that, that scene from fight club where he's in <laughs> yeah. a, an ice cave with a penguin, that's the place that I go to. Um, and I just completely disassociate from what's happening. Um, unless I'm getting tattooed on my knees or ribs, in which case there is no disassociation. Like, Kill me now. Just yeah. Insanely painful. Um, this, this was an interesting question from Lauren Garcia. Were there a lot of preppers in IBLP or were they just counting on the rapture? <laughs> so, so I have an interesting perspective on this because Please. most, yeah, you know, like I said last time, most of the people in our IBLP circles here in Alabama were actually Presbyterians. And mm. Presbyterians don't really do like the whole pre-tribulation rapture thing, or at least that particular type of Presbyterian didn't. So one thing that I noticed was, the, you know, like there was some end time stuff in Gothard's stuff, but it was just so general that it could be easily adapted to whatever people believed on that point. I don't remember it being like a huge es eschatology type thing. You know, I did know that they talked about like, and they were very dominionist, you know, they did talk about how, you know, there was a chance we could take over the world and, you mm -hmm. know, bring it all to Christ and mm -hmm. everything. And, you know, there would probably be a big persecution we'd all have to be ready for. But it was in such vague Christianese terms that it was just like, hey, you could pretty much apply it to whatever you already believed about it. Yeah. At least that was my experience. Uh, absolutely no you're you're spot on with that chad because you're right they didn't really go into okay well has jesus already reigned for a thousand years or is that still coming up like wh where are we on that eschatology timeline uh you know where where are we located right now in revelation in the book of revelations right mm -hmm. um they didn't really address that and i think it was i think it was so that they didn't uh, alienate anyone they kept it vague intentionally so that like you said regardless of what you believed about you know the rapture or the pre-trib or you know whatever um you could still fit into to iblp but um, i would hazard to say that most people who are in iblp probably did believe in the rapture my family certainly did to oh, the yeah. point that my dad actually opted yeah. out of social security because he didn't think he'd need it <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. remember uh those, that left behind series uh yeah <laughs> oh yeah that movie was dog shit uh, dude did you read the books? books oh yeah i read the books and then watched the yeah. movie and i was like this is lame as hell i got through like four of those books and then i was like what reading level are these things for? <laughs> also he's milking it like about the same as book. twilight and 50 shades of gray so take it easy okay hey, like, this whole yeah, book was unnecessary it. this was like four chapters they could have put this book as four chapters they just i felt like oh, it was sure. dragging it out they wanted like an 18 series set that they yeah, could it was a money maker dude oh absolutely. yeah absolutely there's not a lot christian kids can read these days mm -hmm. yeah because so, i read the hardcore christian uh fiction which was frank peretti yes yes dude, those, i, I loved those this present darkness great. in the darkness book yeah i don't know I, yeah. there was always rumors oh. that they could do a movie but like they should like somebody call ridley oh. scott and do this they movie. should still do a movie like, honestly those were really did good constantine with keanu reeves Whoever directed mm. that should totally direct. Call. Should totally direct. I'm so psyched God. for Constantine too. By the way, is it happening? Stop it! it is it happening? happening? <gasps> yes. Shut up! Oh my God! I know. Oh, we're we're you about just to dropped set, news. About to set this live stream on fire. <laughs> this is now a Constantine fan cast. <laughs> Yes. So long as it's not a Taylor Swift fan cast. No, yeah. no, okay. no, no, no. Keanu, hello, yes, thank she you, Constantine. Is goaded. Taylor yes. Swift is goaded, regardless yeah, of how you feel yeah. about her music. Is she, okay. she getting an umbrella coat award? 
Can, can, can I go Alex? An honorary one. <laughs> <laughs> can I go Alex Jones for a moment? Oh, oh no. don't say his name on this live stream. Holy oh, hell. Sorry. My bad, my bad. Can I go that guy? Yeah, yeah that other guy. No, okay. Yeah, sure, can, sure. can I just go that, that direction for a moment? Okay, Absolutely. so the Left Behind movies, right? Starring okay. Kirk Cameron as, yes. you know, dude looking obliviously at everything happening around him. Uh, Kirk Cameron, of course, did that in conjunction with uh, a certain fellow named Ray Comfort who okay. <laughs> uh, was able to introduce his whole do you believe you're a good person type thing in the second movie and they literally like take time out of the movie to go through that whole thing ray comfort of course being the darling um you know like basically bill uh, well bill Gotham was a sugar daddy uh, when he came to America, like when he came from New Zealand to the States, Bill Gothard gave him his first platform and he spoke several times at the conferences and he got real popular on the back of IBLP. Okay. So left behind connected IBLP is right there. Wow. <laughs> wow. What a conspiracy. Chad. Ray right? Comfort was one of those people where he would have uh, web domains that were misspelled inappropriate yes. like porn site domains and so if yes. you mistyped it it would take you to a unique what? jesus do you have a moment do you have a moment to talk about our lord and savior yeah. <laughs> love that are you serious <laughs> yeah yeah it's like that's, back in the day i don't think it's but whitehouse.com people would go to whitehouse.com and it was totally yes. a porn site because whitehouse.gov okay easy on the p word there bryce you know better than that you corn. know better than that. The corn website. Corn. Thank you. Corn. Good old Look, man. Lester. He already did something worse. How much sangria did you have, Bryce? I'm going to need you to take a break. That's so good. <laughs> Chill out. I will say to, to address the preppers comment a little bit more directly. Um, several IBLP families that I knew of did prep for Y2K. As did yes. my family, but like, what did they the can for an extra six months? Like, what was the yeah. prep? Like, it wasn't like they had a bunker or something, right? Oh, we had we had burlap bags full <laughs> of beans, and we had uh, five gallon buckets full of wheat stacked up in our basement. Wow. I remember, I remember staying up until midnight. Um, yeah, yep, me too. For that New Year, totally uh, for the year two thousand just seeing yep. if my computer would completely shut down and the world was thrown into chaos. And when it didn't, I was kind of like, well, this is a bummer. Cause that's, <laughs> that was the year after I got back from India and I was like, this would be a great time to, you know, go, go into some weird post apocalyptic society. Yeah. yeah that'd Dude, be awesome. I'm doodle. ready to Mad Max, but let's do this thing. Yeah. <laughs> they we may take our lives, but they will never take our carbs. <laughs> <laughs> Y2K was crazy. That, that was, was that, for for IBLP and AT, well for ITI kids. I think it was a little crazy because my my family was pretty hyper about it too. But we had like two weeks of groceries. Yeah, two that's kind of how we were like mad prepping. Wow, you didn't even get a generator. You're not a real <laughs> no. We weren't really prepping. I mean, I don't know. I kind of just figured it would be the computers that would be a problem. I didn't see it as big, being that big of a deal, but, but also, Lindsay, I'm sorry, it was a patriarchy. It wasn't like I had the money. Everything just gets thrown into disarray. But do, I mean, think Lindsay of all knew she the was going to be fine. Was made. Lindsay's I like, know, I, I can just sell my feet and yeah. I will get by. It's not, you know, but this there's going to be people that need it. The OF websites, you know, <laughs> so really she wouldn't have had a good way to do that. 
Um, you just go to just have like a basement full of feet. Like, you just go to a... <laughs> wow, just dangle from the ceiling. <laughs> oh wait, since we're since we're back on feet, I did I did need to oh, call no. attention to this comment because, boy, what an idea! New merch idea: Sistine Chapel creation of Adam, but it's two feet about to touch, not two hands. Yes, the booping of yes. the foots. I'm already working of. It. I'm working <laughs> on it now. Of the feet. <laughs> Foot that will be com. available on <laughs> friendswithdavy.com. It will Hold be on. there, I promise you. Footboop.com. Chapel. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, because, oh, oh. Hold on. because we're going to do the whole foot photo thing, if we do actually do this, um, I, I, I want to say something so bad, but I can't because it'll give away my feet. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> will, I'll tell you guys in the after show. Okay, okay. <laughs> We'll talk. We'll talk about it afterwards Remind because I, I feel like we. Because we've definitely I think that my feet this. should be the ones that that do the the touching. <laughs> do you have finger toes? Lindsay's got finger toes. It's already it's already so clear to me. Moonlight <laughs> Sonata with her toes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why that I could never nice. play piano with Davy because I'd need to use my feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would we have could to do be that. on What's a that duet. Uh, the, <laughs> The Chopsticks duet, or no, Heart and Soul. The Heart and Soul duet. I can't stand that song. Oh, Heart and Soul, like my feet soul. Like your feet, exactly. Obsessed. We have, we have, we've, we've distributed so many Silver Feet awards in this live stream alone. Uh, It's incredible. I'm pretty sure Chad's buying that domain. That is actually happening right now. No, foot boots. Yep. <laughs> Footboops.com. Good lord. <laughs> Bryce, don't you already own fundyfeet.com? <laughs> Thinking about it. Oh, you haven't pulled the trigger on that one yet? I haven't okay. pulled the trigger yet. Cool. But somehow um, Boops really got him. <laughs> Why am I so horrible? But I can promise you if you go to uh, friendswithdavy.com here in a few days for the merch store, we will have a. <laughs> the creation of feet available as a t-shirt on the website. I can promise you that it'll take me a couple days to put it together, but that is, that is going to be my new obsession until it's done. Can one of them be wearing, (laughs) one of them needs to be wearing like fishnet maybe. I don't know. Just because (laughs) Uh, the fishnet go, you know, with fishnet, it goes, your, your toes go through the fishnet, right? No. Yeah, if the, fish the pair that they had me wear didn't match actually that. Go through it. <laughs> they actually yep. Bryce's fishnets actually have little footies on them, so they're fine. Yeah. Your toes don't poke through. It's more like a bodysuit. <laughs> yeah, little slippers uh, on it. Fantastic! I absolutely love oh, it. Um, hey, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted everyone to be. I, I mean, everyone's social media is is tagged in the video description, but I did want to get everyone uh, to plug their social media real quick. Uh, Lindsay, I know you've got your your canned plug. Go ahead and. Uh, shout the out Cult here. chronicles on tiktok yeah. and instagram that's where tiktok is where i go the most uh to do my things but instagram is where i put all the memes of inspiration if you feel like you want to be you know warm sunshine cuddly or holy fuck that's totally right that's where i post that stuff um i also have um crazy pretty you know because that's actually the place i'd like to populate followers the most but that's my real life and that's what i do for a living i am a makeup artist and a hairstylist professionally here in la i was in new york for 10 years i think i'm the shit thank you very much that's not easy for me to say so you're welcome crazy pretty go check it out also Lindsay, we we're gonna need some modeling pictures of you from back in the oh. day so that we can we can I have share them on my TikTok. 
I have them on my TikTok. Go over on your TikTok. Scroll All right, y'all, go feet. check out. When, I have bikini <laughs> photos on my feet. Bro, scroll through my feet for a second. I was like, oh my god. Back when I was We're in back. my twenties. Love that. Wow, that was uh, really weird. I feel like I just almost became like a corn advertiser. <laughs> 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 what have I done? What, what have I done? Genetically oh, modified. <laughs> <laughs> being affected by all this testosterone <laughs> uh, chad you want to plug your stuff man yes you can now officially find me at footboob.com uh <laughs> that literally just happened you, you want to go ahead and spell that for us please f-o-o-t-b-o-o-p uh no i'll be I'll be pointing that somewhere later. Um, but yeah, you can find me on TikTok at ArchRadish. You can find me on Instagram at ArchRadish85. One of these days, I may actually post something there. And uh, any anytime you see ArchRadish on like Reddit or something, it's probably me. If it's not me, then you'll know. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Bryce, what do you want to plug, man? Bryce? I'm here. This is where you find me. <laughs> But really, you do have your merch available at friendswithdavy.com and customerservicesurvivor.com. Yes, I, I need to come for the up holidays. with some, uh, some more, but yeah, <clears throat> that is correct. I haven't really slept well in like three days, so I'm like... <laughs> Hello? And you've had tapas, so, you know, it's a lot. And yeah. a nice big glass of sangria. We love it. <laughs> sangria. We love it. Uh, you can follow me uh, at Davy Jacks on TikTok, Instagram, wherever you get your socials. You can also follow friends with Davey on Instagram at friends with Davey. We haven't posted anything there in a while, Bryce, but uh, we've, uh, we've got some content that we're ramp ramping up to start posting some, uh, some shorts and reels. So that'll be, uh, that'll be fun too. Um, guys, thank y'all so much for your time this evening. Uh, live chat. Thank you so much for watching. You guys are absolutely amazing. Please like comment and subscribe. Go follow Lindsay, follow Chad, Shout out Bryce. Um, Bryce, I, I don't think I don't even think this is my channel anymore. Honestly, I think it's Bryce's <laughs> channel now because no one cares about Davey. They just want to see Bryce. They Davey's literally like, where's Bryce? Where's Bryce? Where's, where's Bryce? Bryce? Bryce is so fun. I prefer Bryce. Okay, shut up. All right. Shut up. We get I'm it. like, there there is at least one like, you know, nice cuddly guy with a beard and everything. I mean, can we be a stand in? Uh, I, I found I found my niche. So what can I say? You really did. You've uh <laughs> you've, you've conquered the internet at this point. Y'all, we will be back next Wednesday. I'm sure we will be doing more live streams and episodes with Lindsay and Chad because it's just so much damn fun. So thank y'all again for being here. We love Always, you so much. Dude. See you soon. Bye. Ah! Bye. <laughs>